Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continued learning in the Sefer B'nai Machshava We left off trying to figure out how our minds can be more expansive when it comes to things spiritual. The Rebbe gave a comparison to a schlepper, a mashulach, someone coming around collecting money, who just had a dream where he became king. And then he started to think about it and said, wait a second, I can barely get enough food for my family Currently, how can I ever support the entire kingdom, all those people that I need to take care of, all of the soldiers, etc., not being able to see past his current situation, being the king seemed like a punishment for him. So too, a person who's set in their ways and all that they can see when someone says, let's grow spiritually, is more, more stuff or more mitzvot, if I used to learn for 20 minutes a day, now I'll learn for 25 minutes a day, and that's called growth. And the Rebbe notes that all of these points of growth have to do with the physical world. More stuff, another safer, a nicer pair of tefillin, more money to give to tzedakah, more stuff. I can imagine having more. I can imagine having two houses when when I currently have one. I can imagine having two cars when I currently have one. I can imagine having another guitar. I'm not giving a number in public to protect my wife. So now we're going to begin to approach that question according to the, the Rebbe's Mahalach. We can't see past the reality that this asker is in. We have to look at him and answer this question based on his current understanding of how the world works. And the Rebbe is careful to say based on his mistaken understanding. Part of this has to do with the commonly found idea in both rabbinics and in psychology, which is to answer not only the question but also the person. How you answer and the way you answer depends on who it is that you're speaking to. So that according to you, we could tell this person, thought is only capable of considering and visualizing the physicality. That according to this, it's only we're only dealing with the powers of the physical world and nothing more than the senses. We're only dealing with that which we can touch and smell and feel and hear in this world, nothing more. Just as my ability to hear is limited by my ears, so too is any of my abilities are limited by the, the limitations of my body. Why is it, according to you, the questioner in this situation, that if you wanted to see something a parsa away, a parsa is a rabbinic measurement around two and a half miles, let's call it, If you wanted to see something that far, I need to be there. I need to go there or at least have the eye shot and not have anything in between. No buildings, no cars. And then I can probably see something about two and a half miles away. If I want to see something, I need to be able to physically see it. I need to be an eye shot in the shetach. I need to be in the field with it. However, says the Rebbe, However, according to your understanding and with your brain that is only as big as a human's hand, You would be able to imagine something. You can see it in your mind's eye, even 10 parsos, 20-something miles away. 
to begin to tease this idea out a little bit, if I said a long, long time ago in a land far, far away on top of a green mountain that sits before many rolling hills sits a large stone castle. There's an image in your mind as to what that actually is, even though it doesn't exist. I just made it up. The Rebbe is telling this questioner, which is really each one of us, that our brain's ability stretches way beyond the physical world. We can see that he's slowly peeling back the layers of challenge of this particular question, speaking to the questioner, which again is each one of us. From here you can see that the mind is something beyond the physical. You have capabilities that stretch beyond physical limitations. My eyes can only see so far, but my brain can see much farther. That this thing in our mind, it appears physical. And when using our mind, we attempt to separate out different types of thoughts. Our imagination along with our thoughts. Meaning the thoughts that we have that are created based on our senses, that goes in one category in our mind. And these other things, these dimyonis, things that are part of our imagination, go on something totally different. In the mental file cabinet of our mind, we're able to have different folders here. This is for something I made up. This is for something that I physically saw and experienced in this world. What else is there? Let's find out from the Rebbe. As then, After all of our mental filing, what's left, says the Rebbe, is a spiritual thought. You'll have the thoughts of spirituality left unfiled, and we don't even know what to do with them. We don't have a box for spirituality because we don't know what they look like. We don't know how to grab it and file it away in the proper drawer in that right file right where it belongs. This point is so powerful. The Rebbe's letting us know that there are abilities that we have that are beyond our current understanding. With that alone, Dayenu, to know that we have mental faculties that stretch beyond our current understanding of what our brain is able to do is incredible. And now what we have to do is try to figure out what they are and how do we use them. Continuing on page 16, Osvav. Bichlal yeshlis einen al sha'adam kolkach shakua behergel shalo. We have a big issue, says the Rebbe. People are totally stuck and immersed in their hergel, in things that they are used to, in their habits, in their usual ways. And they're not able to get out. Now, there are many different ways to potentially translate this last piece and this upcoming piece. It could be considered a habit. It could be just something I do. It could be an addiction. There are many things that hold us back that we continue to do for various reasons. The Rebbe is going to help us to understand what's going on, what is our potential beyond that, and how can we start to, to break out of this cage. When a person is habituated to see only physical things in his thoughts, then it seems to him that thought itself is also physical. 
the box that the Rebbe's painting that we are habitually sitting in is that we're limited by our minds to think that everything we think about is physical and not spiritual. Aval, lo be'inyin hadim yoin v'machshava levad ta'isa, rakam b'chushcha lo siyeh batuach kol If one is stuck in this box of believing that everything I think is physical, so then I've definitely made a major mistake, and you're probably also mistaken, not only in thinking that your thoughts are, but that the sense itself, the sense of thought is also something physical, or the sense of smell is also something physical, or the sense of sight is also something physical. What does this mean? Let's continue to find out. Shehem gufani megushamim behechleit kemoshat achushev, ki eschusha re'iya shmiya v'chulei, ba'atzmam od lo ra'isa. When it comes to our faculties to be able to receive these physical thoughts, we also never saw them. Did you ever see the sense of smell? Did you ever see the ability to hear? That you've only really sensed those things that sight sees or hearing hears, but once you are removed from the object that is seen or the sound that is heard, your sense of sight or hearing totally disappears. For example, if I'm in a pitch black room, there's absolutely nothing to see. If I'm in a soundproof room and no one else is there and my lips are sealed, there is nothing to hear. The moment the lights turn on and I can see my surroundings, so then I have that sense of sight once again. Or the moment that that soundproof door creaks open and someone comes in and has a conversation, so then my senses that are necessary kick in. Who told you? How do you know that the sense of sight is something physical and can only see physical things? Perhaps our sense of sight really is something that is tremendous, that can see beyond just the physical. But our challenge is that we have habituated it to only regularly bringing our sense of sight things to see that are within the physical realm. We have created the box in which we only see things physical. As I have explained before, says the Rebbe, the Pasuk in Kohelis, that the wisdom of a person illuminates his face, meaning that people are able to recognize in their friends whether they are wise or not so smart, or more coarse, or more well-refined. And the ability to see this, to recognize this, is not dependent on anything physical. Because the wise and the not so smart and the pure and the denser person, it's all one body. There's nothing physical. You don't see a spot on someone's face and then know that person is kind or a spot in their hair and then say, oh, they're wise. There's something beyond the normative realms of sight that allows us to see deeper. We're going to pause here. Please, God, we can continue peeling back the layers of the onion that creates our senses, diving deeper and deeper, wishing everyone a beautiful day.